Up here uh, in just one second, Brian Baldinger. So don't go anywhere. Uh, Tom Brady retired one year ago today, and then he retired again today. So much less fanfare, I agree. Was it really one year ago today? Yep. <laughs> yeah, because it's the first thing I saw this morning. I didn't even realize that. I, the first thing I saw this morning on a website was Tom Brady retired one year ago today, and then I didn't realize when he actually did his announced his retirement like a half hour later. I thought it was like the same story that was just being talked about. Then I'm like, oh, my God, he actually retired, he retired again. <laughs> he retired again this time. And you would agree this is for good. This time's for good. He's not. Yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, listen. You, you, I guess you never know. Jordan did it a couple times. I guess you could come back. Um, I, I think there's something else that's tugging at him, and I think it's he's not playing to the standard that he wants to play. And so I don't know if there's a situation out there that's going to make it any easier for him. Like even if he went to Vegas or what have you. Like if if he can't be in a situation where he's competing for titles legitimately then what's the point of doing it? All you're doing is tarnishing your legacy from the standpoint of you're just hanging around to put up meaningless numbers. Yeah, if he goes to the Raiders and his play continues to regress. If and, it looks like it did this year, and, yeah. And they're in that division and you win right. seven games and now you're 7-10. and 10, Right. And his completion percentage goes down. Like, I always believed he was going to play till the wheels fell off. Mm-hmm. And it's like if he played another year, the wheels might fall off. Yeah. And he's smart enough to know that it's not getting any better. It's not going to get pace 45. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to get any easier for him. And, I mean, listen, he finished below 500. Yeah. 8-9 this year. Like, like and One of the easiest divisions in football. Right. Yep. And he, one of the easiest divisions in football, he couldn't get to 500. There was a story that that said it was more or less does he go to it was Tampa or Bay or, or retirement. He there wasn't he wasn't going anywhere else. It was Tampa Bay or retirement. Mm. I don't know if that was because they sniffed around and and maybe the Raiders and whoever else said we're not sure or no or whatever it was, but if you believe with Jeff Darlington NFL Network and apparently he's close with Tom said it was the Bucks or retirement. Well, I mean, listen, the reports are also that he was Either he's built in a house in Miami and right. he had been staying in Miami because that's where Giselle and the kids are or what have you. Um, maybe he doesn't want to go out to Vegas for some one-year meaningless football season or what have you. So Yeah, and then you know what? That's the right move to yeah. make. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he should have retired. He should have stayed retired when he retired. And maybe, maybe – here, you know what I would like to see? I would actually like to see – um, in about six months, that they're they're working on a uh, reconciliation. That's what I would like to see. To where it doesn't seem like he threw away his marriage because he wanted to come family. back. And, exactly. Yeah. 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 You don't have football now, so that's over with. I guess that's why I'm surprised. Is I thought based on them getting divorced, he was going to continue to play, but then he's not. Brian Baldinger joins us right now. He is an Odyssey NFL insider and the co-host of the Odyssey original podcast In the Huddle with Jason Lockenfora and Carl Dukes covering everything in the entire NFL. Brian Baldinger, on the, f- on the field-wise, is Tom Brady making the right decision to retire now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the GOAT for a reason. Like, there's a standard. And, you know, he wasn't meeting a standard this year. Not even close. That last game against Dallas, he was awful. He was awful against Cincinnati. And I think he knew when he looked in the mirror that he wasn't playing at the same level that won six Super Bowls and all the stuff that he accomplished. So I think he's making the right decision, and I don't think there's going to be even a hint of any kind of return. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the way the way, 
when you wake up and say, I'm going to just press record and what comes out comes out uh, for everybody as far as his announcement, that 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 may have been the the easiest and most simplest way for him to do it this time around is just go ahead and announce it and move on from there. Well, that's what happened the first time, Mike, is, you know, it really got jumbled. It got reported that he was retiring and it was right. ahead of him saying it. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think he wanted, you know, any reporters or, you know, whoever. I mean, Jim Gray. I mean, he, I, I think he just wanted to come out of his mouth. Right. And I, I, I don't think for one second, I know guys have, you know, retired, unretired in different sports, but I, um, I think this is official, and I think he's he's ready to move on. And I, I think it really comes down to, you know, certain guys just don't want to be that guy that's not the same guy anymore on the field and trying to pretend like they're still a great player. Mm-hmm. And it was clear, like, when he threw that red zone interception against the Cowboys in a playoff game, that's something that you'd see a rookie do. Like, it was just a bad, bad decision, bad throw. I mean, for anybody trying to throw it out of the back of the end zone, it got intercepted like it did. Like, that – I, I felt like that was that was like it. That was the, the moment right there. Yeah, Baldy, um, the Eagles in the Forty Nine er NFC Championship game. Did you were you able to see enough? Because we know that you know, Josh Johnson came in, but then once Purdy had to come back in the game and he wasn't able to throw the ball because of the injury. Did you get enough game to evaluate both sides and to be able to say like, hey, the Eagles played a really good game? Like, how, how do you look at the NFC Championship game? Yeah, it just felt a little incomplete to me. Be honest with you, John. I'm not taking anything away from the Eagles' victory and how resounding it was. But you know, nobody can play with no quarterback. Um, you know, and so you you don't have to be great, you know, and put up 31 points. I mean, 49ers weren't going to score, um, especially after Josh went down. So it felt a little incomplete, but I still felt like all year long they've been the best team, um, and I feel I feel like they'll be the best team, you know, a week from Sunday. Um, did, if you were the 49ers, would you have done anything different? I, I, I know that some of the talk out there was McCaffrey should have just ran the wildcat and you should have tried something other than Purdy just handing the ball off. I mean, it probably wouldn't have mattered regardless. John, did you see that pass that McCaffrey threw? <laughs> I mean, honestly, that was, I mean, anybody that would say, okay, he's our emergency quarterback, just based off the throw, you go, no, give me somebody else. Give me a lineman. Give me a kicker. <laughs> give me a punter. Give me a, like, that was the worst throw I've ever seen in the game. That's like, you know, almost like Darryl Euprimian's throw in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, it was horrible. So, like, you're, you're not – like, Eagles could just – they literally – I haven't seen them play defense like that. I mean, they, they literally lined up eight guys every play, and they just attacked the line of scrimmage. And, you know, that's what you should do. And so, like, they, they couldn't get to the line of scrimmage clean, John. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it was just – you know, it's unfortunate. You like to see, Brock, you know, Brock complete all his passes, all that stuff. Hey, look, I mean, I, I thought that they – they didn't game plan real well against Hassan Reddick. Uh, I know it was a play-action pass, but I, I don't want Tyler Croft on Hassan Reddick. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that that's, you know. But, I, you know, I would have challenged the, the catch by Devontae. I mean, he gave him the signal as soon as he got up from the ground to hurry up and go. Let's, let's, let's beat the challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I understand what Kyle was saying. It's early in the game. doesn't want to lose the timeout of lose the challenge. But, I mean. They, it's a huge play, Devontae yeah. Devontae got up. I mean, everything he did was, like, let's go. Let's let's. Let's not let them challenge this thing. See, and 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 not to you know beat Kyle up over his answer. I think he's just yep. searching there, Baldy, because Maybe. what that says to me, Baldy, is that he didn't want to waste the time out on defense. Because I guarantee you, if it was getting ready to be a delay of game, he would have called a timeout. If yeah. it was if yeah, it was on probably. offense, he would have called a timeout so that they didn't get a five yard penalty. Am I right? 
but probably I mean, he's an offensive guy. Yes, but still, you're the head coach, John. Like you, you I agree. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, like you're, you're the high, you're the head coach. I agree. Like, look, it's the thing is, is the reason why I would have challenged you, and I know it's early in the game, it's opening series, it's fourth and three, Ike. Like you're getting the ball to start, stopping the Eagles. Yep. You know, if you win the challenge, mm-hmm. you're stopping the Eagles there on fourth down. You're getting the ball to 35 yard line. Yeah. You know, maybe the game, I mean, it's hindsight, hindsight. Like, I'm not getting crazy here. But maybe Brock Purdy never gets hit because, uh, you know, the down and distance and the situation at that point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it's a completely different ball game. So, I mean, I, that, that's getting carried away. But I, I would have challenged you because it was fourth down. And if you win the challenge, you're getting the ball to 35, and the Eagles, you know, didn't score on the opening drive. Like, I feel pretty good about things at that point. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think anyone would have – faulted him or criti- criticized him for burning a timeout just or, or challenging that just to see it. So that, that that's my only thing. You brought up Hassan Reddick, Baldy. Um, man, the two-game run, he's, really he's had a great season all year. I don't even want to uh, overlook. He should be yeah. in the defensive player of the year uh, finalist group, but he's not. But what he's been doing in the postseason, he turned that game around against the Giants with the back-to-back yep. sacks. And yep. then last week we know with the sack on Brock Purdy, yep. Um, just talk about what he's been doing and, and how these teams haven't been able to necessarily block him up. Well, you know, I mean, even on the, the play that he hit Brock Purdy, uh, Ike, like, you know, he, he kind of comes a long ways, and then, you know, Tyler Croft loses his feet. And you just look at how fast he closed on the quarterback. I mean, Purdy's ready to throw it to Brandon Ayuk. Now, whether it completes or not, I don't know, but he's ready to make the throw to Ayuk against Bradbury, and his closing speed was so fast. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's the thing. Like, you can run him on stunts. You can line him up inside. Like, like he's like he's what a defensive player of the year should look like. He's got 19 and a half sacks and six forced fumbles right now, you know, um, in, in 19 games. Like, he's making plays that people that expect Nick Bozo to win the award should be making, and he's yeah. not making those plays. But but Hassan is making those, re- those plays regularly and yeah. and so like you know he's not going to probably win the award but like that's what you want a guy that just changes the game like on any given play and that's what he's done exactly what you said two games in a row now in the postseason he's changed the game and that's what a defensive player of the year is supposed to do yeah very i mean in, in a very reasonable contract at how he signed them to based on normally guys that get 16 sacks a year and have had three straight <laughs> years of double digit sacks they're making not quarterback money but close to it he's a very reasonable contract baldy based on what you did see um you know the eagles offense i know they had 21 points by the end of the first quarter but outside of that first drive san francisco really locked them down if you look at the total yards in the game not a great game, like not an impressive game. Jalen certainly didn't look great throwing the football. Um, any like it, your evaluation of what you did see on offense until it kind of the wheels kind of fell off for San Francisco. Well, I mean, look, you can look at total yards and yards per carry and you know yards per play. You look at all that stuff, and they ran for four touchdowns against them. I, you know, I mean, you run for four touchdowns. I, I don't know. I don't want that on my resume if I'm a linebacker. You know, if I'm, you know, Fred Warner, I don't want a resume on my resume that the Eagles ran for four touchdowns. And they weren't, like, from the one-yard line. I mean, one of them was, you know, with with, uh, Jalen. But the other ones, like, they gashed him, you know. And Kelsey was all-world in the game, what he was doing. Like, they were effective when they had to be effective. And so, yes, he missed some some go balls in that game, no question about it. He had A.J. against, uh, you know, 
uh, Traverius out there. And, you know, I mean, he'd been connecting on that ball uh, all season long to, to A.J. And he missed that one. Missed a couple deep shots. I don't know. I think when you're up, like they were up 28-7, the natural tendency is to kind of, all right, well, we'll run it and we'll melt the clock. And you just aren't aggressive the way you normally are. Like, I'd like to see the Eagles, maybe it will happen in the Super Bowl. You'd like to see them, you know, in a real game in the third quarter where you got to you got to attack and you got to complete your, you know, your deep balls. Like I'd just like to see them not so I'm not saying they're cavalier or anything like that, but the games when it's 28 seven and they don't have a quarterback, I'm not saying they were letting up because I don't know that, but I just don't think you're going to see their best because there's nobody to bring the best out of you. Right. Yeah, they were very conservative in the second half. They knew that the that San Francisco had no no shot. All right, Baldy, last thing. First of all, you going? You'll be out at the at the Super Bowl next week. Of course. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I think I get in on Wednesday, John. All right. Well, we'll be there through Thursday. What is your uh, okay. your your early thoughts on the game as far as who you're favoring? The Eagles are slight favorites, point and a half point spread favorites. What are you thinking early? Well, I just think the Eagles are so much better than Kansas City in the trenches. Um. You know, Kansas City has played well, and Mahomes is, you know, all-world, and Andy and Mahomes and Biannimi, that's a good combination. I said the Eagles are so much better up front on both sides of the ball. Uh, and there's Chris Jones, and but, I mean, I, I think the Eagles edge guys, Sweaty and, and Hassan and Brandon, like, they're so much better than Zeus and Wiley on the edges. And, you know, maybe Andy Reid has a plan for it, but if he does, it's going to take away some, from some of the other things. So, I mean, can – I just – and that's where I think the game is going to be won, and I think the Eagles are much better than uh, the Chiefs are in that department. Mm. Baldy, we'll see you in person mm-hmm. next week out there, hopefully. Yep. I, I'll be out there, uh, Radio Row, where you guys will be. I'll, I'll stop by for sure. All right, Baldy. All right, Baldy. Appreciate it, buddy. Bye, brother. See you guys. Enjoy right. it. There he is, Baldy. Gives the Eagles uh, the edge in the game right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Come on, man. Now, imagine getting the edge over Pat Mahomes, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It it is it is pretty amazing. I, I guess it's still sinking in that that they're favorites over over Kansas City over Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. It's because the Eagles are that talented. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, and we had a talented team in '04, and I know To was coming off an injury, but I think the spread was I think we were seven point underdogs. Was it seven points? Yeah, because I think that's how we covered. With that, or uh, was it four point underdog? It might have been four well, point underdog. To your point, the Greg Lewis touchdown covered back toward the spread. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we were underdogs in that game. Yeah, it was definitely less than a touchdown, but it was, um, yeah, hmm, interesting. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm trying to, was it, was that a lot of to related? Because you guys were the best team in the regular season. But I do believe that was part of it. To was injured, so they didn't know what he was. They didn't even know if he was going to play or not. Hell, we didn't even know if he was going to play. Right. So, and he certainly didn't know what he was going to look like uh, being out there on the field. Yeah, and you're going up against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, who had, who were playing in their third Super Bowl in in four years. So that's what you were up against, and you know that, minus seven. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. We were seven point underdogs. Seven point underdogs, uh, and I mean, with T.O. being banged up, that probably was a legitimate number, right? You know, they didn't know if he was going to play. We didn't know what he was going to look like. He was just—he was he in played. the hyperbaric chamber twenty-four-seven. Even when he practiced that Friday, he, it was like, yeah, "This dude ain't playing." Yeah, he can't even run routes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah, he can't even run routes. So, um, to see him out there that Sunday and see what he did. 
I only say that to say is that usually when you have the quarterback the caliber of a Brady or Patrick Mahomes, unless they're going up against each other, which that happened the one time when right. they played against Tampa, those guys usually get the benefit yeah. of the doubt. With a, with a guy with, with Jalen Hurts who had just won his first playoff game three weeks ago and Nick Sirianni who no one knew two years ago, their favorite over Andy Reid yep. and Pat Mahomes. No, you're right. Yeah. Just on the Pat Mahomes, they should be favored by, even if it's a slight favorite. No, <laughs> yes. I mean it, it it's absolutely you're absolutely right. So it really shows you what now yeah. what the what what what, the, what, what the, they're saying about this Eagles and team. And what they think about this Eagles team, yes. Yep. Yeah. Man. I don't know how to feel. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I was right at home with Nick Foles starting in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jack, you didn't like it. It felt comfortable. Well, it's because, you, you know, you're an underdog. You know, you're a Philly guy. I am an underdog. Know? That's right. You like being in that under, underdog role. When you're slightly, when you're listed at 5'10", but not quite 5'10", you're an underdog <laughs> in life. Yeah, you're a grinder. That's for sure. With everything. You don't know, like, you don't know what it's like to be short and unathletic. No, okay? especially not the unathletic part, but, but I mean, <laughs> yes. I, was, I was short at one point. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, everyone. Right. Eight. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but some of us grew up past eight. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was 5'10". B- in, in believe a, it or not. In the, in the sixth grade, probably, yep. or sixth or seventh grade. Oh, great. <laughs> believe it or not, I actually had a growth spurt late in high school. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be Tommy Kelly. Oh, you, you, you don't want to be TK size. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go outside if I was TK Yeah. Size. Yeah. I, you know what? Sometimes I don't realize that I'm tall. Because I've I'm, I'm obviously been around athletes growing up as much as I've been playing on teams. You don't realize yeah, you're yeah. tall when you're around offensive linemen, defensive linemen, or what have you. But then when you get around, you know, you guys, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm always the tallest person you around. Sports talk. Well, yeah, I mean, people. yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 Not yeah, him. <laughs> hey, we're, we're about the same size. Outside you're of right. it. Uh, and you're a former athlete. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Thank <laughs> you very much. All right, so Jack is tall. Angelo is tall. Yes. It, it has nothing to do with athleticism. Yeah, it's not nerdy, athletic. It's a nerdy height. But he is tall, at least. Not he is athletic. Tall, yes. Al's a hockey player. He's not all that tall, but he's not short. He's not short either. Right, yeah. Right, right. A little yeah. stocky guy. <laughs> stocky? stocky? Uh, I would say he's not like skinny. He's like a. Right. No, he's not skinny. Kind of like a bowling, not a bowling ball. That's not. No, scary. but like yeah. he's, you can tell that he, he played hockey or some sports or whatever, maybe Scrapper. 30 years ago. I don't you know. Can? No. Just, yeah, I, don't not know. Really, I don't really see him as an athlete. John right? Ritchie, former athlete. Good, yes. good height. Joe DeCamera has, has he's not short. Not short. Yeah, but no muscle. Yeah, no, no, no tone, no muscle tone. Well, no, his, his his body's wasting away on itself. <laughs> Just folding. No, in no itself. muscle tone. A right, little bit of a, a beer belly. <laughs> right, right. He's skinny. Sticks fat. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, you know somebody called me skinny fat when I went home a couple weeks ago. Oh, no way. Hurt. I was like, Uncle Ike, I can see your stomach. <laughs> I was like, Wow, really? <laughs> It really pops out and it grows. And then Joe Giglio is probably like five foot ten. We know right. th- this show wiry. Right he, yeah, wiry. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> Slot receivery. James Seltzer short. Yes. Who do you think would win like an arm wrestling match, the camera or Giglio? The camera. Really? Really? Yeah, I think think so. I th- I, th- I gotta go Giglio, man. I st- I think it's Giglio. I don't I don't view Giglio as as much non-athletic as I do the camera. Me either. But that's just because I don't of, know that's why because that of the camera's personality. You right. want him to be non-athletic. Well, and he talks about being athletic. Like, Joe Giglio doesn't really talk about his athletic prowess or anything but he he does play, not. of that nature. He did play football in high school, at least. Yeah. No, well, I, like, well, I know. And, I, and I've seen old pictures of Joe, yes. No, he but, was a chunker. But, yeah. to, but to, he was an offensive lineman. To, to your point, 
Dish hunker. The camera definitely like he's trying to he's trying to build up. He yes. actually was a good athlete, yes. which yes. we all know is not the case. <laughs> no one's saying he was ever yes. the worst athlete, but like he wasn't. No, a good he probably athlete. was the worst athlete. Yeah, I would say he wasn't the last person picked in a game, but no, he was, he was second certainly to last. Wasn't, second well, to last. Third to last. <laughs> he's consistently cut from high school sports teams. Well, yeah, he's the only guy that played seventeen. U ball. <laughs> yeah, the seventeen-year-old playing. <laughs> In the neighborhood. Community ball, yeah. Um, so here's what we need to do, Jack. It's a great idea. Arm wrestling. Uh-oh. We'll get Sylvester Stallone to be the judge over, <laughs> over the top. Over the top. Yep. Jillio against the camera. And we go. I already tried to fight, or I mean box the camera, and he wouldn't accept it. He wouldn't Jillio. accept Yeah, he's no, no physical combat. Yeah. He would not. I, I, think, I think Joe would take him. Jillio, I mean, he eats a lot of he does eat grass a lot. and <laughs> vegan and all that stuff he's eating. Grass and vegan and all that stuff. <laughs> No, he's not a vegan. He's a fake vegan. Didn't oh. we establish that, Jack? Because he eats fish. Because he eats fish. He's a pescatarian or something. Ah, if you're a vegan, you don't eat fish. Correct. Oh. Yeah, you don't eat any. Pescatarian. Yeah, oh, you don't eat vegetables? Well, well no, you eat tofu. That's a vegetarian. And... Right. So a vegan is different than a vegetarian. Vegans like only veggies. No milk. And, oh. and fake meat. So what fake is... meat, right. Oh, it's fake meat. No yeah, like dairy. Impossible stuff. That stuff they put on the pizza when they uh, yeah. the spikes the, the party. Fake, the fake spike pizza. Yeah, spikes they, going away party. Yeah, who's yeah. that guy that ordered? Keffer. Yeah, Jack Keffer. Jack Keffer ordered yeah. thirty fake pizzas, <laughs> not one fake pizza or two fake pizzas for just Jack. for Spike or oh, yeah. for, for for Spike. Yeah, yeah. and then and the rest of us can he eat. Made us all eat vegan pizza. As soon as I was told it was fake pizza, I'm like, I don't even want it. I, I, I didn't even slice. Of course, we didn't want it. I don't want a fake pizza. I didn't want to waste their money, but they wasted their money. Well, you tried to eat a slice, and you're I like, did, nah, I'm yeah. out. When you tell me it's fake cheese, I don't even know what fake cheese is. I just thought, like, Spike can have how he wants to eat his pizza. Yes. We don't all have to be – it's not like we're, you know, joining in hands in celebration <laughs> right. like, for, for Spike's fake we, pizza. We don't have to eat fake pizza because Spike's leaving. Give him his fake pizza. But Joe eats fake meat. Yes. Joe Gillio. Yes. yes. Except but he also eats fish, which makes it fraudulent. Then eat fake fish then. Well, he's just, a, he's just not vegan <laughs> is what it is. Well, fish is not considered meat, is it? Well, it's closer to meat than a vegetable. Yeah, I guess you're right there. Two one five five. It's Joe Gillio a fraud. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. And who well, he's would, wondering what we're doing via text message? Right the now. Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter question, brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit MarksHyphenJewelers.com. Who would win in an arm wrestling contest, Joe Gillio or Joe to camera? Oh, that's a fair poll. Who's your, who's your money on? <laughs> just, just read the comments. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, there's really no winner yeah, or loser yeah, exactly, in this yeah. one. We're winning this no matter <laughs> what. Yeah, just read the comments. That's all you need to do. <laughs> I can imagine the insults thrown in that one. Oh, man. Coming up, back into the conversation, Ike Reese. <clears throat> Is this Super Bowl a make or break? How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel, Ike Reese? Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, everybody's talking about regenerative medicine. You know why? Because people that have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs, without surgery, because QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. So if you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you need to call QC Kinetics right now. Don't assume steroids and surgery are your only option. Times have changed, and so has medicine. They can get you moving again at QC Kinetics. No downtime. So the pain meds, forget it. 
And like another cortisone shot, do you really need that? Do you need surgery? Call QC Kinetics first. Pro athletes have been using this for years. It's now available to you, to me, folks like us, through QC Kinetics. So if you're sick and tired of joint pain, don't put it off any longer. Call today. They will get you in for an evaluation ASAP. A better quality of life just around the call, call uh, corner. Call them today. QC Connects. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. Don't wait. 215-999-3000. All right, Marks and Race, we are back. Get back to the phones here. Quick reset. Tom Brady's retiring. What? The NFC. Yeah! Doesn't look all that great. The Eagles are clearly the best team in the NFC going forward. With the 49ers, and we'll see who the quarterback is. So while we all want the Eagles to win a Super Bowl, and we all do, and there'll be some pain if they don't, it won't have the same feeling knowing how good this team is. And this team's set up for the next five years. It's set up for the next five years. So God forbid they don't win the Super Bowl. And we all want them to, Ike. We all want them to. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this team is ready to rule the NFC for the next five years. And it's a good feeling. And I think it would take away from the sting a little bit from a Super Bowl. Yeah, it won't do that for a month. Now all you got to do is listen to the phone calls afterwards. Yeah, it won't do that for a month. That's almost like saying we don't care about winning the Super Bowl as much. To say it's not going to hurt is to say we're not as invested. I don't care how you try to spin it. That's what it says. I'm not as emotionally invested in this one because I know we're going to win one within the next five years. We're set up pretty good for the next five years. So this is house money. I'm just going to watch this Super Bowl and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. We'll win one, and we'll win, we'll win one over the next five years. I'm certain of that. Yeah, nobody feels that way. Well, you do, and Jack feel that way. But and anybody else that feels that way, you're totally misguided. Jack, do you feel that way? At least one well, Super Bowl? Yeah, I do feel that way. But I also don't know why we can't be both ways. Like, I, I, bo- I will be ecstatic if they win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But how I feel is that, like, it's not as invested as I was, I guess, in 17. And that's just being honest. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, 17 was such a special, magical thing. Like, I don't view this as live or die. And I look at the rest of the NFC – and it's just like I think we're entering into a beautiful window here of just the Eagles being back as that number one team in the conference like we were 2000, 2005. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're, we're headed towards. So it's not like this is our only shot. It's a bunch of mercenaries. And the defense, I agree. They're going to mm-hmm. have to rebuild that after this year. But what, which would you say is better, your defense in the early 2000s set up or this Eagles offense heading in for the next, like, five years? This Eagles offense. I think that's an exciting thing, especially with where the league is, is, is trending. What's well, the offensive league? Yes. Yeah. 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 And so you want you want offensive players. You want to know who your quarterback is. But I'm sitting here telling you, we knew who our quarterback was for a decade, and it doesn't guarantee you're going to win a Super Bowl. And while everybody may love Jalen today, I get all of that. Just loving Jalen isn't going to guarantee you a Super Bowl. And that's ultimately what we want. Either you want to be a championship city that wins multiple championships. Or you, you're, you're the team that's – or you're the city that's, you know what, I'm happy with being here. If we don't win it, don't worry, we'll get them next year. I, I, don't, I don't – I'm not in that camp. I'm just, I'm just not in that camp. I, I would much rather – like, I can understand the, the idea that, you know what, if we don't win it, it's not the end of the world. 
We're going to be, we got some great foundation pieces. We're going to have to replace some guys. But we should have another opportunity to get back here. That's on paper. That's different than saying we're here now. I'd rather win it. Here's what I would even go so far as saying. I'd take a guaranteed win right now in the Super Bowl, and I and we can miss the playoffs for the next five years. Hmm. Um, that's how much winning the Super Bowl matters. Yeah. Like the other stuff is what you do when you don't win a Super Bowl. Oh, look at our record over the last five years. How many division titles did we win? Look how many years we made it to the playoffs. Oh, this guy was a Pro Bowl player. We drafted this guy. He was a Pro Bowl player. Look what he did. You know what I want to talk about? Trophies. Because I've gotten the, the, the taste and the feel of what it's like to have one. I want more of them. So all the other stuff doesn't matter. That's stuff loser cities do. When you have to brag about banners, division titles, all sure, that. You don't have do, the, do we want don't a have championship? The... Do we want to be a championship no. city or not? You know, Jack talks about getting into the mentality of being a champion and being comfortable with being the favorites. Well, you know how you do that? By winning. By winning. Because the more you win the titles, the more it's believable to you that you deserve to be there. The more you lose in championship games, the more you're always going to have to take the consolation prize and say, you know what? We won ours in 2017, Paul. That Nick Foles Super Bowl was awesome. (laughs) It was great. Philly, Philly. And then we started sounding like Cowboys fans. Eventually, we will start sounding like Cowboy fans. That's exactly what will happen. That's exactly what will happen. I don't want it's, it's and we, we did this show yesterday. I love the 2017 championship team. That feeling that I had that night. I shed tears. I know what that. I, I, I'm not telling you I'm going to shed tears if they win next week. That's, it's a different feeling than winning your first ever title. What I'm saying is, is that now I've had the taste of what it's like to be a champion. I want that again and again and again. I want the Phillies to win the World Series. I want the Sixers to win the NBA championship. I want the Flyers to finally win a Stanley Cup. It's not, okay, we'll get them next year. If we don't win it this year, we'll get them next year. No, that's stuff you say after you're eliminated. That's stuff you say. Not before? No, that's not what you say beforehand. Beforehand, it's I'm laser focused in on winning a title. Nothing else even matters. I can't even see the 2024 season. All I see is, man, we got Pat Mahomes and Andy on the ropes coming into this game. We're we're the favorites in this game. Mm. We have the better team. We got to take advantage of this right now. Mm. You with me? Let's go. Come on, man. Of course I wanted that or to get my neck row. One of them. Wake up in there. All right, so let, let's take a couple <laughs> – Let's take a couple phone calls here, including the guy that wants to, everybody wants to fight me today for some some reason. I'm actually being positive with the team, and that's not good enough. <laughs> Corey in Columbus, Just Ohio. Fired. Corey, how are you, buddy? What's up? Uh, uh, who said I want to fight you? No, not you. There's somebody <laughs> down the line I went on the hold, and he's and he's in Pittsburgh. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to eat a W, man. Next week, I, I don't care nothing about next year. But y'all both right though. I right. We Super Bowls ain't guaranteed. Like. You got to win it while you can. You know what I'm saying? But, John, mm-hmm. you're right, too. We we are set up to win for the next couple years. And like I told Jack on the phone, Michael Jordan won six rings, and my boy got the hoop earring just like 23. That's what he about to be, Michael Jordan, over the next decade. <laughs> we going to win a couple of them rings. 
Don't worry about that. So, you know. Well, can we get the first one? Can we get the first one? Before we win a couple, can we get the first one? No, we're going to get the second one. I I just want you to know, we got the first one. No, no, no. I meant with Jalen. I mean with Jalen. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. We're going to get that. Like I told you, we we eat the W next week. Okay. You know, Waffle House, whatever, you know, whatever whatever come with W, we eating that. You know what I'm saying? Waffle House, whatever whatever the W restaurant you want to go to, Mm -hmm. we eating that. Okay. Come next week. Jalen, Michael Jordan got the man. Oh my gosh, I, I'm so happy about this team, man. Jalen, Howie, uh, uh, Nick Sirianni. I'm, I'm just so happy because it's like, like these dudes been doubted. Like, I, you, you know what it feel like to be doubted, man. Sure. John, you probably know. Yeah, these dudes well, he's been, been doubted, doubted his whole, whole yeah, my whole life. And they, and they coming back, man. I, I'm from Ohio, so he, he a legend. You know what I'm saying? Ohio legend. It's true. I agree. Bill. You know what I'm saying? We know what it's like to be doubted and come back, you know. So I just love the way Jalen I just proved so many people wrong. You know, you know when he well, you know when he went that ring, he 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 got some words. It's only gonna drive him for more rings, Corey. He 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 got some words for some people, you know. Are you so saying I oh the speech? Oh, you talking about the speech at the parade, oh, yeah, huh? You know, he, he, he he already gave you a preview last week when he said I know some people here. Didn't want me here. Yeah, that was a preview. Uh-oh. But the main course coming next Sunday. Huh. Don't worry about that. It's coming. Dessert, too. So, <laughs> Does he say some man, clown he, he, named Joe the camera? Well, I think he meant some people in, in the organization didn't want him. Yeah. By, by the way, I, I don't know if at the podium after winning the NFC Championship game is, is the right time to bring that up. Yeah, he was he's still comfortable. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty ballsy. These, these, and and then the picture where he's lighting the cigar. It's like, isn't yeah. it like kind of an iconic looking picture? He's wearing the the purple suit. And he's mm-hmm. lighting the cigar, and it's well, like it's not wow. A purple, it's a leather jacket. Was it? Oh, was it a purple suit? <laughs> no. I never know with him. Yeah, it's a purple leather jacket. Yeah, it was a leather, purple leather. Yep. Nice. Yep. yep. Jack, could you pull that off? No. Yeah, hundred percent. No. No. I can um, barely wear a suit. <laughs> right, he can barely pull a suit off. No, no I've started getting. I've started wearing things a little bit tighter. My problem is like I have to wear. I have to buy a whole new suit or get a retailer because mine now looks like an early two thousand suit. Too big. But I only have one suit, and it's the one I got married in. You? What do you mean you have one suit? Yeah, I only have. Well, go out and buy no suit. No, 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 no. We, we're not getting. We don't have that kind of money yet. Well, I mean, I'm not telling you you got to go to a uh, get a, a higher clothier. Yeah, 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 you can go. You can go get something off the rack, and if you want to, sure. if you want to take men's it to a warehouse town, yeah, yeah. or something like that, yeah, yeah you can. sure you can, Jack. We'll get there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, so for I'm one for one with, one for with one. the old suit. All right. Was that the suit you wore to Elliot's wedding too? Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh the same suit you wore to your wedding? Yes. What? It's all I wear to weddings. The same exact suit that I got married. <gasps> Jack, you can't wear your wedding suit to other Why? weddings because it's your wedding suit. Well, it's not like the wedding what are you dress, doing, Jack? Like Jack, 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 you right. can't wear your. Well, obviously you're not going to wear the wedding dress. <laughs> you, I'll buy you a freaking suit if you need a suit. It's nice of you. Yeah, I'll buy you. I'll, I'll buy I you a suit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I will legitimately buy you a suit if you need a suit, and you're wearing your wedding this, suit. Well, that's his point. His point is he doesn't need a suit. But I you do, Jack. If you're going to a wedding wearing the suit you wore to your wedding, you need another suit. Should I, wear, should I bring that suit to? Arizona? No, that's what. I, no, that's what I'm worried about. You're going to show up in your wedding suit. But hold on, what's it? There's no difference between a wedding suit and a wedding like a wedding Jack, dress. Jack, is a wedding Jack, dress. come to the outlets right. with me on Saturday, and and I'll buy you a new suit. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, you didn't do a tux. You didn't do a standard tuxedo. No, so I it's not like he's suit. wearing a tuxedo. He, he went no. with a suit. Yeah. No, I, I no, but I like 
No, I, I know it's not a tuxedo, but it's just the fact that he's taking the same poor suit that he wore to his wedding however many years ago, and you're still wearing it. Well, how many retailer. times do you wear a suit per year? Once. I, what, I have like, if I have like what? three weddings a year, so three times. <laughs> That's about it. Jack, you need to I'm, I'm buying so, you a new suit. So, That's all, it. So, so all of your pictures. All the same. It's the same suit in every but, I, but I've lost like. You but look no, it's too big. Yeah, yeah. yeah, do you at least change the shirt? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Come on. I did get a dry clean though, so yeah. Why man change the like the color? Of the shirt? No, it's, it's, you don't, it's the you don't same do anything shirt. To switch it up. No different tie either. I don't wear ties. He doesn't at at. Oh, um, you got married without a tie on. Uh, no, I had a tie on. I okay. Think. At Elliot's yeah. wedding, he definitely didn't have a tie. I, yeah, I know he didn't have his on at Elliot's. Let the wedding. chest hair flow, baby. I don't have any chest there. That's the All right, Jack, yeah. Saturday we're going to the outlets, man. Or you can meet me at King of Prussia Mall. There you go. We're getting you a suit. There you go. Beautiful. Well, All why right? can't I get the one retailered? I can get a retailer so it's no. tighter again. Jack, it's, get, get a different suit. <laughs> no, we want you to get a whole new suit. Yeah, man. just get a different suit. <laughs> what, what, why, are you so, why, why are you so connected to the suit? It's okay. You get man, a different a one. You can wear it again if you if you insist, but you should get something a little different, like a different color. What color is the suit? Well, any dark black, yeah. charcoalish. Yeah, he doesn't like dressing up. No, 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 no. Very anti. I, I, Maybe yeah, it's the yeah. stars and stars I'll dress up for. All right, all right. Let's go to Andy and Deford. Get ready to be a dad, man. Yeah, come on, man. Andy John. and Deford, how are you? John, man, you're killing me today, bro. You're like the Skip Billis of the radio. This league is a year-to-year league. There's no room for looking ahead in this league. You I'm don't not, know what's going to happen. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking, at, I'm not looking ahead. No, but, 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 hold on a second. Hold on a second. You want to come on and call, call me Skip Bayless, so I'm going to stop you and I'm going to talk, and I'll let you continue, all right? All I'm saying is that the way the Eagles are playing right now and, the, and what the future looks like with the Eagles and the fact that they've won in 2017, it wouldn't have the same sting as it normally would. It just wouldn't have the same sting. It wouldn't be the same disappointment as it would have been in 2017 or if it would have been if we knew that this was the end. That's all that I'm saying. The Eagles are set up very good for the future. That's all that I'm saying. It's not, there's, not the, there's not the same feel and the same urgency for this one. Sound like a participation trophy fan, okay? Like Ike said, you're not fully emotionally invested with us. You've been hating on this team all year. You've been passive-aggressive negative with this team, whether it's the quarterback, whether it's the D coordinator. Let's not forget. D coordinator? Wait, wait. Let's not forget you picked the Giants plus the points to beat us. Okay, let's not forget that. I picked the, the Giants, I picked the the Giants plus the points, not okay. to beat them, okay, the Giants plus the points. Okay, we don't forget points. that, John. You've been hating on this team <laughs> all year, bro. I would, say, I, I, would, I would say this, Andy. You're, so, you're as soft as any of these other idiots that, oh, are, that are commenting, that, that, are, that are DMing me or tweeting stop me or whatever. It. You're soft. Who cares if I thought the Giants were going to have it a close game? You're using that as evidence against me to where I'm not an Eagle fan? Like, not everybody goes to the game and has loser takes like you about the Eagles that they're never going to lose a game. All right? Not everybody feels like that. Don't tell me how to be a fan, dude. I don't tell um, how you to be a fan. I don't have a bus. I don't, go to, I don't go to games. I'm not a season ticket holder. That's you. And I'll judge you on that. So don't give it to me. All right? John, I'm sorry you're okay with a participation trophy. I'm not okay with that, okay? I want to win it all this year. Okay? Good. I'm not thinking about next year. I'm not thinking about the next five years. I'm thinking about February 12th against the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? What, it's not that kind of league. You don't know what the future is. You don't know what's going to happen with this team. You play to win the game. You don't play and who's saying that I don't want the Eagles to win? The, who, who's saying that I don't You're want the, the Eagles to win? No, no. What, what, what I'm talking about is Tom Brady retired today, and you look around the league, and you look around the NFC, and there's always going to be teams that surprise. The Eagles are the best team in the NFC for the next three to five years. Easy. What 
if a Easy. quarterback is traded from the AFC to the NFC? See, you see, see here's your here's your problem. You agree with me, but you won't you won't say you agree with me because the two things are separate, right? Like you want them to win, and you feel an urgency to win this year. What I'm saying is, I don't have the same urgency because I see how good this team is going forward. Yo, you Skip. agree with that? I know you agree with that. Skip, stop hating, Skip. Stop hating, okay? I'm gonna call Shannon on him to come get you. Stop hating. <laughs> All right, Stephen A. There he is, Andy and Deptford. Let's go to, all right, so the Allen in Pittsburgh, obviously, is next. He's a bone pick for me. Allen, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, man. What up? What's up, Allen? First of all, Ike. Yes, sir. And I feel for you. You got a lot of patience working with the flip-flopper. Well, I have to have that, yeah. You know, three weeks ago, Chicken Little here was like, oh, Jalen ain't throw a pass on Thursday on a bye week. I don't know if we could beat the Giants. And now all of a sudden we got a five-year outlook. Let me tell you about Damn a five-year right. outlook. Five years ago we won a Super Bowl and we had a really good team. We looked like we were stacked. And the next year half our team was injured. And the following year half our team was injured. There are no guarantees about the next five years. You could have all all-stars and every one of them could have their darn groin fall off like Lane Johnson. And we'd be lucky if he could even play. All I'm saying is this year we got Jason Kelsey Lane Johnson, Big Fletch, Brandon Graham, Darius Slay, Dominican Sue, Limbaugh Joseph. Like, this is their chance to, to cement their legacy. Mm. And you can't talk to me about the next five years. But who's, you know, who's, who's, saying that they, but who's saying that they don't have the chance to cement their legacy? I'm not disagreeing with you. Who's, di- who's, this disag- year, who's disagreeing with you? This year's everything. I don't care about next year because next year is not guaranteed. We had Wentz, and we had him under contract, and we looked like we were great for the next five years, and then he tore that team down and everybody got injured. You see our schedule next year? We get half our team injured. We ain't beating Kansas City. Yeah, we might not even make the playoffs, yeah. Like, that schedule's crazy next year. So so now, so hold on a second. So now half the team, so now everybody's going to be injured. Like, to your point. Well, they can be. But but to your point, but to your point, maybe next year at the end of the season, they have five starters that are hurt as opposed to having their entire, entire team right there. You're right, Alan. They're not guaranteed to do anything. They're not guaranteed to go to the playoffs next year based on what could happen during the regular season. Right, but I think objectively, if you're looking at the big picture, the Eagles are set up really well for the future, and we can pretend now that they're not, or this could happen, or Nobody's that could happen. Nobody's saying they're not set up. If you want us to, you want us to focus on the future when we're focusing on right now. That's that. That's the problem here is that you Thank want you, us Alan. to look at the big picture. Nobody cares about a big picture right now. No, the problem is you want me to look right now rather than the big picture. The, the no, I don't care. Where, no, 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 no. I don't care where you look. I don't care where you look. I'm telling you what it means to me, and that's what most of these fans are telling you, that we want to win the Super Bowl right now. You're trying to convince us that it's not that important and everything's going to be okay. We're not trying to convince you. We're on the right side of this damn argument. You're the one who's against logic here. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, nobody, you're the one that's against logic. Yeah, um, logic is winning the Super Bowl right now because there's nothing guaranteed. You're trying to sell us on the future and that this we shouldn't be as invested or we won't be as upset or you shouldn't be heartbroken if they if, and and this guy wants to call me an outsider. You guys act like you were like you were born on the western part of this state somewhere. We're in Titletown. Well. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what we're trying to make it. We're trying to make it title town right now. You guys want to be in the future town. No, we're looking for the big future. It's like it's like Roadshow Porter, right? Who remember when he used to say, "Well, you know what? The championship isn't the most important thing. It's the journey." 
right? He's the, the build up. Yeah, isn't as important yeah. As the he's just building it up. You're just building it up, mm. and that's the fun part. Like, are you kidding me? No, we want to go win. We want to go win, 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 and win now. And you can't tell me people won't be mad as hell if they lose this Super Bowl. First of all, we don't even know how the game is going to play out. So to act like we're going to be okay with any outcome that says we lose the game and we shouldn't be upset about it, I can't wait. Well, I can't wait. I don't want to even really know what this would sound like. But I can only imagine if they lose this Super Bowl and you're on the next day telling everybody, relax, it's okay, we're good for the next five years. Right. Well, 2004 hurt much less than some of the other years before that. It, it just did. Making, well, making, sure the Super, did. making the Super Bowl but losing the Super Bowl. While yeah, it, some losses hurt more than others. We get that. No, but, but my point is that, that we're, we're projecting the same logic here. If you lose in the Super Bowl, people are going to be so angry and, and, and this what? and that. They're and what? It, so angry they're what? Well, so, huh? You said we're projecting that people are going to be so angry that what? What, what, what are we? I'm just telling you, people are going to be just as upset and disappointed. You're trying to tell me they're not going to. Be. No, what I'm saying is that it 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 won't be. And they will be it, angry. Some of them will be angry. Do you realize the people that are uh, the, the 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 money that's being spent to go out there and has been invested in this? You ain't tell me people are going to be okay with a loss. I don't know, because you have to ask them. No, you're telling me they are. It, it's it's not it's not being okay with a loss. It's looking at the big picture and saying like, all right, that sucked. We lost, but this is our conference. We have Jalen Hurts. He's still on his rookie contract. Look at this young talent. It's just it it it's a it's it's a little bit different. Hmm? A little bit different. <laughs> no, now it's a little bit different. We we doing a whole show on something that's a little bit different. What do you mean? It's, I mean, what I just said. Okay, you're, you're saying it's, it's a little bit different. Well, it's it's different than if you're Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, or you're a team that sees the window that's closing. This window's not closing. The window's wide open. So and it does and it you keep bringing different. up these examples, and they're bad examples. Because yeah, they felt like everything was going to be okay in, in 2010. I mean, 2011, the following year, and the following year. And the following year. Yeah, but I'm talking and about the following the, year. I'm talking about the last and two the NFC. following year. I'm talking and about the, the last, following year. The last I'm two talking NFC about championship a young, games. No, I'm talking about a young team getting to the Super Bowl, and because how good he is as a young player, you're projecting that they're going to be multiple Super Bowl wins because of how good he is and how early it is and how young this player was and that player was and that player was. And I'm telling you, they never won. They never even got back to a Super Bowl, let alone win one. Let alone win one. They never even got back to the Super Bowl. So just because Jalen is young and the roster is set up great right now, it doesn't mean that we're guaranteed to be in Super Bowls year after year after year. That's why you got to take advantage of it right now. All right, coming That's up, why. top five at five with Jack. What is the event for us today? Is knowledge without college. People want apologies well, for me. Well, yes, right. I yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's Michigan State education. Well, you know, some knowledge with college. Hey, man, athletic student. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Marks and Reese. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Top five at five with Jack. What does he have for us today? That your phone calls a lot more. I already did Twitter, so that's taken care of, oh, Jack. Okay. So don't worry about that. It's Marks and Reese on ninety four WIP. Back top five at five. Right after this, don't go anywhere. But hey, listen. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place a NBA one-game parlay wager with four more legs. If you miss one leg, 
You'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Just opt into the promotion on BetMGM's app or the website because with one game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, the over and points, opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one game parlay wager of four or more legs. And if you, you get up to $25 back in bonus bets, if you miss one leg, BetMGM, 